Phase 1 The Dream Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring and I specialise in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. So now we're talking about blended families. Why are we talking about blended families, Beck? Due to our own experience of blending our own families together and realizing how tricky that actually is, but also talking to other people who have tried to do the same thing and some have succeeded and some haven't. So we felt this was a pretty important podcast, didn't we? So it didn't seem like that long ago, but we brought together my girls and your boys and we blended them during COVID, like it happened a lot over the whole initial start of the COVID period in 2020, where we brought them together. People find it quite funny that I have two girls and you have two boys and there's been a lot of talk of the Brady Bunch. (laughs) <laughs> and they're all the same age pretty much too. Yeah, yeah, they're all between – now they're all between 11 and 14 years old. Mm. So the first stage is the dream. So let's talk about what maybe what dream we had when we started this. I don't think you realize exactly what you're getting yourself in for unless you were part of a blended family, and I was part of a blended family. Did you find that helped? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. At one stage, I had five stepsisters, three of them living with us. I think I was much older, sort of 18, 19. I was sort of, so you're doing your own thing. I was doing my own part. thing, so I wasn't yeah. really fussed about it. Hmm. But I wasn't parenting anyone, so this is a totally different scenario. Or you probably weren't even really being parented at that stage either. No, by that stage, I was doing my own thing. So there are seven stages that families go through when they blend together. And this first stage we're talking about is the dream. And that's about being really optimistic about blending together and having all the fantasies about how good it will be being a family again. And Yeah, rather than being a single parent and having to do everything. Yeah. And you're so in love, so you think that, you know, your kids will blend really well and also love each other. And everyone will get along and we'll be this beautiful, big, happy family. There'll be no, no, no personality drama. differences or drama. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like that though? No, I, I actually don't think I thought too much into the process of the fact we were bringing everyone together. At the time, my attention was focused on the fact that COVID was just sort of hitting our shores. A lot of work was getting cancelled for my business. The future was a very uncertain at, at the time. Like it's like, oh, okay, I'm not too sure how this is all going to go. The initial idea of us blending the family was actually just, oh, we need to survive COVID. We need to actually be able to deal with this. Do we have enough money? Are we making enough money? Why are we going to do this on our own? Let's do this together. Let's bring each other into the same space. So we're not also living in two different houses under COVID. Paying two rents. Paying two rents, paying all the bills. In one sense, it was convenience, but I already knew I wanted to live with you. Mm. Like that was already on, on the cards. I just didn't think it was going to happen for a little while. I think because of COVID, it sort of amplified everything and then shifted everything into another gear. Mm. How about you? What did you think about it before it all happened? 
No, probably similar. I'm pretty much a realist in my way of thinking. I'm very positive and optimistic that it would work. I didn't think it wouldn't be without its problems. You know, you are blending kids that are all so different. You're changing their routines and you're changing their way of living. And I did think that it wouldn't be that easy, but I didn't think it would also be that hard. (laughs) (laughs) We brought tweens, teenagers together. So it's very different if than if you were bringing together littleies. Mm. Who, they'd probably adapt to it better. They'd probably adapt a mm. lot better because they just go along with whatever's happening anyway. And if they were, you know, if they're adults, then it wouldn't really matter. They would just go off and they'd be doing their own thing. We were in that sweet spot where they were, you know, not old enough to be out on their own, but not young enough to just go along with everything that happened. Yeah. So it meant that there had to be a few conversations and it happened pretty fast for them. I don't think anyone realized it was going to happen. And that was That's probably a good thing in some ways. Yeah. They just had to adapt. Yeah, they had to adapt. Mm. I mean, usually you wouldn't do that though, would you? You'd actually get them ready for it. Let's say you're thinking, okay, what are our shared values? Mm. You know, oh, I believe that kids to do chores, but at the moment they don't do chores at your house, so you might get them starting to do chores. Mm. So it becomes this thing that you've instigated, mm. but then when we blend the two families together, that's the norm. They're that's used what we to do. Mm. Yeah, true. So there wasn't that slow blending. Mm. Like we blended them quick. We put them into that cauldron of a big family, and that was a bit of a surprise for me. I've been raising the girls for nearly ten years mm. on my own, single. It was just the three of us. Mm. Then all of a sudden when we blended it, it was you and your boys and the two dogs and the cat. Added extras you ordered. All the added extras that it was just like (laughs) this full house, wasn't it? Mm. And every meal was like, whoa, there's a lot of people sitting down around this table. Mm. Were you surprised at the way the kids reacted when we mentioned it to them? Do you remember we sat them down one afternoon after school? Mm. And we said, oh, we're going to move in with you. But we kind of did do it in a gradual way because we moved the boys into a caravan in the garden. Well, we had no choice because we didn't have enough rooms in the house at the time. Well, we could have. We could have moved the girls into one room and the boys into the other room. (laughs) That would have been a nightmare. That would have been a nightmare because the girls don't get along as well. As the boys do. So we kind of did do it in a gradual sense because the boys were in a caravan, caravan. But they were still part of the yeah. family. It was still a blended yeah, family. Yeah, but it wasn't like we were always in the house. No, that's true. How long did we do that for? Quite a while. It's probably nine months. I think yeah, they're in the caravan. Maybe eight months. Yeah. Mm. In some respects, that was gradual because they weren't actually in the house. Mm, like they are now. Yeah. Yeah, the interesting thing about the dream phase, you really do have a bit of a fantasy about how it's all going to look. The kids could have this fantasy that they're going to get back with their parents. Mm. Like that's something which does come up for kids. Mm. And I know I'm part of a family which was separated and that's something, you know, I always wished for as, as a kid. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I always hoped that my dad would just be back in our lives and we would just go on as if nothing happened. Probably by the time I got to be a teenager, it wasn't the case. But definitely when I was younger, Mm. that was really important. And, you know, I know for maybe my youngest daughter, there's been this idea that maybe everything would just fix itself. Mm. So there is a bit of a fantasy about it. That's an interesting one because I've asked my kids that, whether they hoped we would get back together or we would be a family, I guess, again. And they were both like, no, that would be really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that wasn't wasn't really an issue for them. Mm. I felt for the most part 
the kids were quite excited about yeah, they us were, all moving in together. Yeah, they Except were. Except for probably the youngest who doesn't adapt with change so much. No, she doesn't like change. but She, gets, she likes things how they were to stay as they were. But for the rest, they were pretty embracing. Yeah, and I think mm. they saw that the two of us really loved each other but also had a really good connection. Mm. They could see that us being together was actually a really good thing, mm. not just for us but for them as well. Mm. And that we could offer more into that space. And maybe the key is with this first stage is to not have too high expectations. That's actually a really good idea. It's like being in a relationship Mm. in the beginning. You do have this sort of vision of how wonderful this person is and it's amazing. Mm. And then, you know, people aren't perfect. No, nothing's perfect. No one's perfect. perfect. You don't have high expectations Mm. if you just go into it realizing, okay, this is going to be a slow process. Yep. There's going to be road bumps yeah, and just road bumps, speed humps, speed humps, <laughs> road bumps. <laughs> What's a road bump? Just make up my own words. I like again. how you make up your own words. Yeah, that's true. There's always going to be speed humps. There's always going to be obstacles. Mm. But I think if you embrace the fact that okay, these are the things that we are doing. This is how mm. it is. We'll all get through this together. Is there anything you would suggest to people out there that are at this stage where they're thinking of moving in together? Would there be any advice you would give them before they do that? That's a great question. I think that like what I said before is if you and your partner have an idea of what that house is going to look like when you bring everyone in together, what are the shared values in regards to housework and screen time and technology? Similar routines. Similar routines and actually then start doing that in your own houses Mm. so then rather than going to a space and all of a sudden it's like oh my step parent is making me do all these things Mm. it's oh my own parent is making me do these things in this house so they actually get to the point where their routines and the values and things are similar yeah so when they do move into that same space there's probably less of that pushing back and forth about what works and what doesn't work Mm. So, Beck, how about you? Do you have any advice for people who are at this stage of the relationship? I think you parent your kids and leave the parenting of the other person's kids to them and just focus on forming a bond with the new kids, connecting with them. Building connection, not correction. You correct your own child, but you connect with the other person's child. That works really well. Mm, And that's something which I feel like I'm still trying to get used to. Initially, I was trying to manage everyone in the house. Okay, everyone's going to do it this way, which doesn't work. It's the inner teacher in you. It is a teacher in me. (laughs) All right, everyone. Okay, class. This is how it's going to roll. can't take the teacher out of you. Oh, I, can't. I can't. Take the teacher out of the classroom. And no. The teacher out of you. I have been trying to actually step back a lot and I'm focused more on that connection. It's an interesting stage, the first stage, because you sort of don't know what's going to happen when you bring a whole lot of different personalities mm. into one space. Who's going to get along? Who's not going to get along? What's going to be the problems? As you said before, don't have your expectations too high. Be really clear about each person's roles, each person's parents' roles in the space, Mm. set up pre-existing sort of routines. Mm. And expect that you're going to have ups and downs. And that's okay. Yeah. So this was phase one, the dream. Join us next time for phase two. The reality. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.